0: Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. My name's Chris Britton. This is episode 178, and let's go! My, 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 my stuff. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix, a podcast about Heroclix and other re- other related content. Uh, joining me in the studio today, we have my
1: co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? How, Quag? Yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Had a great week, so... So far, so good. Got kicked in the face. Got to see V for Vendetta for the first time. So far, it's been pretty great. South Ragnarok. So a lot is going on. It's pretty awesome.
0: Hold on, you had never seen V for Vendetta?
1: I haven't. So I just watched it like an hour ago.
0: Oh, it's so good. It is definitely it, no, one it of those. wasn't bad.
1: Go ahead. I fully don't understand it. I might have to rewatch it again to sort of really get it to sink in. But it was interesting. That's for sure.
0: Uh, I will say that it is one of those movie adaptations that it was. It stuck very true to the comic books. Uh, I doubt we would ever see uh, Guy Fox or V. It's, it's Guy Fox mask, but V is his name. Yeah. In hero clicks form, it would be really cool, but I just it'll never happen.
1: Probably not. Yeah.
0: So we have got so much news news so many figures dropped all at the same time uh we both went and saw thor which was fantastic yes
1: amazing
0: (laughs) we will definitely get into more of that later on in the show uh we've got some segments lined up for this show we are going to go back and play some not play but give you guys a hidden gem we're also going to go take a trip down to the value corner so just let's, yeah, let's just delve into this stuff. Starting with Harley Quinn, man, we got a dump full of figures that we're going to go through with you guys. So uh, let's let's start off with Kirk DePaul Manhunter, which is 3B Prime, so it's the common prime. Uh, real name Kirk DePaul, uh, range 5, coming in at 65 points, we have the Secret Society of Supervillains and Assassin keywords. Uh, This guy is 6 clicks long for 65 points, so that's pretty good, pretty decent. Uh, But his stats are what is kind of, you know, pretty good about this guy. He starts top dial with 8 speed with sidestep, 12 attack with precision strike, 17 defense with toughness, and 2 damage with a special damage power that's called No One Should Have to Live an Unwanted Legacy Modify Damage by Plus One when targeting only opposing characters with the same name as another character on the map so that's kind of cool it's situational is all get out but whatever could could come in handy and he has a trait it says talent training and genetic design free choose close combat expert combat reflexes or range combat expert and energy shield deflection kirk paul can use the chosen powers until your next turn so that's even better uh 17 defense is going to be 19 defense at basically all times and unless you forget to choose but
1: yeah since it's free it's not the beginning of the turn it's like anytime you want you can choose it which yeah. is pretty helpful
0: yeah that's good but with those those random turns where you're just like oh i clear your turn oh oh yeah. man i forgot to pick one so don't fall into mm-hmm. that trap but overall what do you think about this figure
1: I think he is awesome. He has a steady 2 damage and a steady 17 defense all the way through, which is pretty great. And his trait his trait just makes him work all kinds of wonderful. I have no he's idea who this guy like, is. But he, oh, neither like, do I. He's good.
0: So it's a, this is a good figure for 65 points. A little lacking on the keywords, but whatever. He does pick up two clicks yeah. of uh, regen, two clicks of blades at the, on the last two clicks of his dial. Other than that, there's your Kirk DePaul.
1: Moving on. Take it away. Just to try to run through these, we have Harley Quinn, the bombshell version, number 17. She has no special combat symbols, four range, 75 points. She's got bombshells in Gotham City. She has the bombshell trait like everybody else, and this figure is actually a lot simpler. She only has one special power that she has for top two clicks when she has a 12 movement, quake, super senses, and perplex. Identical top two clicks, that's 12, 10, 17, and 2 and uh, her special movement power is just charge and flight, riding the bomb. So it's like a big charge quake opening. After that, she just has a bunch of flurry, precision, poison, and then combat reflexes and some outwit. They're dial Pretty basic Harley Quinn there.
0: Yeah, very standard. also kind of flavorful. Yep. But I would say that 75 points for what you get here, it's six clicks long. I'm not really digging it, but the perplex and the outwit are definitely going to help.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, there's not a single empty slot on her dial, either. It is packed with powers.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, trucking along, we got the Bombshell Poison Ivy, 18, following right on the uh, tails of the previous Harley Quinn. Uh, six range, 50 points, Bombshell, Scientist Keywords. She is five clicks long. She is Naked Attack for the first three clicks, and then two of Incapacitate. But she does have a special speed power for the first three clicks. It's called... Uh, you know they have the trait symbol here on HC Realms, so I'm guessing. Oh, that, they do. Instead mm. of the speed symbol, I'm guessing this is it. So plant power, mind control. When Poison Ivy uses it, she has uh, two bolts, and after resolution, she may make up to remove up to two bombshell tokens to give an equal number of action tokens tokens to her hit target. I feel like that could be really cool.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: For locking down... Make him
1: smack your buddy and lock him down next turn? That's pretty sweet. Uh,
0: And especially, remember the Zatanna in this set can freely move around those bombshell tokens. Which, obviously, she has the bombshell trait as well, so she can get her own bombshell tokens. Uh, She also has 17 defense with super senses and one damage with shape change. So, yeah, both of those on this 50-point figure that's going to mind control people at a fairly regular basis, you know, basis. And then immediately tie him up. This is, so it's, I think she's really, really good for 50 points. This is a solid 50 point figure.
1: Oh, she's an amazing fill for a bombshell team. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. What, what, you like her?
1: No, oh, I really like her. Shape, change, super senses. That's never good. So yeah. why do you even have that? Well, let's go. So uh, yeah, next up we have Bud. He's number 19A. So I'd only assume that Lou is 19B. I hope. I don't know. Like Maybe. You know, that's what they're going to do. It's
0: weird so, that they made a prime. Is is, I is was it a prime, prime. Or is it just I, a I think it's a, just B. like
1: a, like what they did in SHIELD, you know, like the Shield Setter. They said like A B figures. It might be. Alright, that's what I hope it is. It it would really suck if Lou was a prime. It would just be weird. So but I always thought they were gonna make these guys pog, so I'm pretty happy they're actually figures. So he's twenty five points, animal keywords, standard symbols, three click dial. His speed is 7 all the way through with nothing. His attack is Blades all the way through, and that goes 1099. 9. His defense is 16 all the way through The Super Senses. Damage is 2 all the way through with a special damage power, and here's his trait. First, during Force Construction, Bud gains the keywords on that starting force named Harley Quinn. Sidestep, but only a friendly character named Harley Quinn has moved this turn, so, you know, obviously, he plays old Harley. And then... His damage power that he has through his entire thing is likes to play pranks, probability control, but only during an opponent's turn.
0: I think that these, so the they're hyenas. Bud is Bud and, and uh, is that Oh Luke? yeah,
1: they're hyenas. I'm pretty sure. So.
0: And yeah, I probably most people's interaction or knowing of these guys came from the '90s cartoon with uh, yeah, the, the, the animated Batman series and. The name of the trait is, come here, boys, so I can only in my head hear that as Harley Quinn saying it in that accent. So I think this is pretty fun. It's like a nice little supplemental figure to Harley Quinn. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Let's go to number 20, Catwoman. Range three, 55 points, bombshells, Gotham City keyword. Obviously, she has the bombshell trait. She has standard symbols. She does have improved movement, ignores, hindering which is good, because she has stealth, which is fantastic. I've always thought, I've always been of the mind that since they made the idea of uh, ignores hindering, they should just include that in the power of stealth. There should not be a character with stealth that can't move through hindering, but that's just me.
1: It's uh, super annoying. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Bombshell trait. She has stealth precision strike with 10 attack, a special defense power called more secretive than you can imagine. Super senses. When Catwoman uses it before rolling the d6, she remo- may remove up to two Bombshell tokens to increase the result by one for each token removed. So that's really cool. I I mean, if you just really need to try and get out of an attack that they're throwing at you, you can oh say yeah. hey, you you roll a it's gonna be a three or three or better. So it's a fifty percent chance. No no that's that's not math. That's better than that's <laughs> better than fifty percent chance. Uh, it's a 66% chance. So um, she has Outwit with two damage. Uh, she goes from, like, uh, Precision Strike onto Blades and some Leap and Climb, some Super Senses. And when she trades out that Outwit, she gets Perplex. So that's another one of these bombshells that has Perplex outwit. Outwit. So there's going to be a lot of bombshells with, like, shenanigans and
1: stuff. I like okay. that the bombshells not only have, like, good support powers, but they're also decent attackers all in themselves. So it's yeah. pretty sweet.
0: Between having Precision Strike everywhere and – let's see – well, we, we covered Mara and we covered... Yeah, so they can all do names. Yeah. It's good.
1: All right, so next up, Big Barda. This is actually the Prime, so she's 23B. So I assume there's either, like, a normal Barda or, like, a, I don't know, granny something? I don't know. Who knows? They probably actually already have it listed, but I'll just go over. She has the team ability Justice League, four range, 100 points, Apocalypse, Birds of Prey, and Justice League keyword. Only special combat symbol is flight. She has a special attack and a special damage power. Personal boom tube for her... Oh, I said attack, I meant speed power. Phasing teleport when Bart uses it. After resolutions, you may roll a d6. If the result is greater than the square she moved, make an attack. That is different for most boom tube powers. Normally it's like phasing half your speed, make an attack. This one, it's like maybe get to make it so like the shorter you move the more you'll probably guarantee you get to make an attack which is very interesting yeah. and Then she has a special damage power for first four clicks coordinated attack and power but instead the effects it affects friendly characters within three squares that is really sweet since you're not always going to bunch up all on one person if you want to base a bunch of different people she can affect and power three squares pretty sweet aura effect she has you know that's actually
0: so, I'm surprised this is the first time we're seeing that kind of power
1: yeah, that is true. It's taken a while to think outside the box of using it yeah. with Empower or Enhancement. So she has 11 attack. She has basically the same top two clicks, 11 attack, super strength, 18 defense, invincible. And then she moves on to use some sidestep with pen blast and Impervious, and then some sidestep close combat expert down dial. Amazing uh, damage potential. Goes down to a 3, but... For those two clicks, she has a three. She has close combat expert, and there's two clicks at three where she has super strength or pen blast, and then her attack kind of hitters down to a nine at the end of it. Not a bad barda. No, not not really.
0: And the last time we got barda was man, how long ago?
1: Was it Streets of Gotham or was it something like that? I, I,
0: it's it's been too long. I can tell you. It's that. been
1: yeah, it's been years.
0: I actually like big barda as a character, so anytime they want to click her, I'm all for it. For sure. All right, moving on to probably the only vampire dial that will make its appearance in this set, number 37, Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, 5 range, 75 points. Keywords are Bombshell, Suicide Squad, Monster. She has a bombshell keyword, or I'm sorry, trait. She also has a trait that has a Bloody Bell of the Bog, Steel Energy, and Stealth. Batgirl starts the game on click number three. When she uses Steel Energy, she may heal past her starting line. So typical... Vampire dial. Now, for 75 points, I kind of believe that this might actually activate. Uh, Because you've seen vampire dials in the past where they just didn't have the ability to get up and do damage to make it onto those clicks unless they got really lucky, right? Well, this Girl has hypersonic speed on her quote-unquote top click, right? So 9 speed with 11 attack and precision strike i'm gonna go ahead and guess that she's gonna make it past that, that starting line and so she has a 17 defense it has a special defense power it says super senses when attacked by a character with the wing symbol modify batgirl's defense by plus three which is so random it's called ww1 flying ace so she's like some kind of fighter pilot i guess um, so 20, range, 20 defense versus range, which is fantastic. And then when she gets up on you, she's probably going to hit you. And then uh, uh, not just Jordan.
1: range; it's any any time they have a flight symbol. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. It just that's says right. one attack. So yeah.
0: So it is a four click dial. If you don't hit anybody for seventy five points, which that's kind of uh, maybe. But it's four clicks of hypersonic, four clicks of precision strike, four clicks of that special defensive power. Nothing on her first two clicks of damage, but she has perplex on her last two. Now, when she goes into vampire mode, she goes into exactly what you would think a vampire mode is. It's charge, blades, impervious, and exploit with really good stats. So, yeah, that's the only way to get her a, a damage reducer is to make sure you hit somebody first. So keep that in mind. But I think for 75 points... This is probably going to work.
1: This is probably one of the better vampire dials, you know. Yeah, for sure. I think you're you're at least getting to that first click. I feel like just with the between hypersonic and precision strike, you are probably going to heal up to her whatever next at least one past her starting line. And I think that in itself is worth 75 months. Unless you just totally get bombarded right away, there's a really solid chance. There's way less risk with this vampire dial than there are with some others.
0: Yeah, and she does have, so so clicks number 1 and 2, when she has exploit. she has 4 printed damage on those. She has 12 attack and an 11 attack on those. So with the change of how Blades actually works, it's not that... Horrible if you roll really badly, because I mean, even if you do, she's going to be doing a minimum of three damage exploited. Oh, three, yeah. So that's three damage exploited from a 75 point figure, that's still really good. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: good stuff. She looks just super fun to play, especially with all the other bombshells, which is amazing. So, let's see. Next up is Bernadette. She has zero range, team ability is Superman Enemy, 50 points, apocalypse, female furies, and assassin keywords, no special combat symbols, one trait, and a special attack power for first three clicks. Trait is Will of Apocalypse, Death hits until your next turn. She has Protected Outwit, Opposing Perplex, Exploit Weakness, and Penetrating Psychic Blast. That is an amazing trait. I love that trait. If she had a damage reducer, top dial. But okay, that still will help later dial, I guess. And then her special attack power she has for her top three is Poison. When Burn Death uses it, it deals penetrating damage to opposing characters with action tokens. Which is, like, very, awesome. very often that that will trigger. Yep. <laughs> More times than not, they'll have action tokens on. Yeah. She has, what, 10 stealth, 10 attack with special attack power, 17 defense, combat reflexes, and 3 damage exploit. Similar top three clicks, and then she goes charge Blade's toughness for her last two clicks. What do you think, Chris?
0: I think that for 50 points, she's absolutely worth 50 points. Uh, I, I know that there are not a lot of Apocalypse figures out there to begin with. So keywords, if you're the kind of player that likes to collect Apocalypse keyworded figures, this is a good figure because not only do you get a brand new figure... But it's only 50 points. And you know, most dark sides are all going to be like 200,
1: 300. 300, yeah. Yeah,
0: like that. So it's nicer to have a little bit of a filler piece. All right, moving on to our next prime figure, number 43, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn gets, uh, what is it, a yellow lantern ring in this figure. So, five range. 100 points. Arkham Asylum and Sinestro Corpse keyword. Uh, she has, let's see, three, six, seven clicks of life. She's interesting. I'll say that. She has a uh, trait. Uh, no, uh, she has one special combat symbol, and that's flight, which you would expect because she has a ring. Uh, she has traits. It's called fear of madness. Perplex, but only to modify a combat value by negative one. When Harley Quinn uses it, choose close or range. Until it's Unless it's the only character on an opponent's force... The target can't make that kind of attack until your next turn, so that's awesome. Hmm. Like that's a really good trait. As long as they have more than one character, you can basically lock down a, a character on their turn just by perplexing them down. So, and because yep, perplex stays now, you can you can perplex down their defense, hit them. And it'll still stick around, and they still can't hit you back next turn. So that's pretty cool. She has hypersonic speed with 10, 11 attack with a special attack power. It's called You Afraid of Spiked Boxing Gloves? That is so Harley Quinn to have <laughs> spiked boxing gloves. as her construct that she makes. It gives her knockback. Knockback damage dealt, damage dealt due to Harley Quinn's attack is increased by one. That's less impressive than the trait is, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, she has 17 defense with toughness. This is probably one of the only Harley Quinns with a reducer that you will find, and she has of all powers, three damage with. Um, oh, what's that one? Not in power. Enhancement. Enhancement. Thank Enhancement. you. Enhancement. I, I don't know how I feel about this figure. It doesn't seem prime level to me.
1: I want to know what the 43A is. If that's, like, a different Harley Quinn with a ring, or if it's, like, like Jessica Cruz or whoever it might be.
0: So those first four clicks are about the same. She switches enhancement out for exploit weakness. Uh, But then clicks uh, five, six, and seven, she goes kind of into a running shot pulse wave energy shield deflection figure. Decent stats, not great, but pretty decent. 100 points, I don't know. I don't know who's going to want to pull this. If I bought this brick and this is the prime that I pulled, instead of getting like one of these really awesome chases, I'd I'd be pretty upset.
1: Yeah, you're. But in the end, she should add a little bit of flavor to a Sinestro Cores team, at least. Yep, there you go with those spiked boxing That's like, gloves. <laughs> the nicest thing I can say. Okay. All right, so moving on is we're moving to super rares here. We have 051 Supergirl. She has the superman ally team ability like you'd expect from a super person. Range is seven. She has two starting lines, 160 and 130. Keywords, Bombshells, Kryptonian, and Soldier. She has Flight and Indomitable, for special combat symbols. Two traits, one's the Bombshells, of course. And the second is Protect My Sister, adjacent friendly characters named Stargorl. Grow all, so that, like weird. Or with <laughs> bombshells. Yeah, English. So, friendly characters named Star Girl or with the bombshells keyword can use super senses. Now, all your bombshells have super senses if they're next to Super Girl. <laughs> Amazing. That's really cool. It, it actually really is. So, her 160, she has 12 hypersonic, 11 attack super strength, 18 deep. Again, hypersonic super strength. You'd think they would stop printing it since they don't work together, but whatever. Uh, 18 defense invincible and. Uh, 4 damage leadership. Her second click is basically the same, but her t- her defense and damage powers go down by 1, and she doesn't have leadership on her 130 dial at all, but she does have a 11 movement, hypersonic speed, 12 die, super strength, 17 defense invincible, and 4 damage. After she kind of loses the whole run-up, hypersonic charge, super strength thing, she has 2 random clicks of running shot and penetrating psychic blast. She has invincible, one click of impervious, some invulnerability, and then some toughness kind of thrown in there. Not a bad, like, tank piece for your bombshells, anyways.
0: She's very much your typical Supergirl dial, but it's really those traits that make her pop as a character. Very true. Like, they're good stuff. Especially if you're going to be using your Zatanna and throwing bombshell tokens on the Supergirl. That way she can make uh, free attacks. That, oh yeah, for that's sure. That's going to be awesome. So even if even if uh, you you have your super strength, right? You hypersonic speed up. Just stay right next to him, attack him with the the hypersonic speed, and then use the Tana to use the the heavy object on him. So you'd be swinging for four, and then for six. So that's
1: absolutely. Cool. And your rough one-two punch right there. Yeah.
0: Okay, moving on. So back in the vein of the Apocalypse keyword, we have Lashina. Uh, Real name's unknown, in case you were wondering, because I'm sure that they're going to print a card that work with her. Uh, Range is five with double bolts, 75 points on keywords. She also has a female Furies, Suicide Squad, and Soldier keywords. She does have the Will of Apocalypse uh, trait, just as mentioned prior, the really good one. And she has another trait that says, where do you think you're going? Plasticity. Giant Reach three opposing characters within three squares and line of fire treat Lashina as adjacent when moving. This is fantastic. <laughs> you you cannot charge her or hypersonic speed her with a close attack unless you have like some Giant Reach or something. But yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. She just stops everybody where they're you know where when they're moving. She has a uh, sidestep with 10 speed. Ten attack with a special attack power called Kiss of the Lash. Precision strike. When Lashina hits with a close attack after resolutions, give the target an action token. So it's not like you aren't bogging them down enough with that trait. Let's put action tokens on people too. 18 defense. Why not? Yeah, right? 18 defense with a super senses. Three damage with a special damage power called We Are the Wrath of Side, given form. Leadership when Lashina uses it and succeeds. Adjacent friendly characters with the Female Furies keyword can use Colossal Stamina this turn. That's cool. Nice. So I'm really hoping I'm Granny Goodness. I'm pretty sure is in this set, and I don't know if there are any other Apocalypse keyworded figures, but this looks really cool. Um, I don't. I don't think that we have seen an actual Apocalypse in this set, which is odd. Did you see that like looking through the figures? Nope so, no
1: dark side or any pair demons or anything else from apocalypse
0: so that's a that's a little weird, right? <laughs> uh, there, I would yeah there are um a couple of still missing pieces in the set number fifty in the set is still unknown, so like maybe that could be you know. maybe Maybe.
1: it's a wicked crazy dark side Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that'd be interesting
0: uh grainy goodness is number 46 by the way oh okay so there's that um i i don't know too much about apocalypse but i've always really liked the idea of apocalypse figures so i don't know maybe maybe we'll get lucky we'll see
1: so so have you seen machina's sculpt though yes it looks so good it looks really cool yeah it's
0: very cool it's uh, you wouldn't think that somebody with like a couple of whips or lashes would look cool but she really does the rest of the figure is kind of bland uh, She gets the, she's six clicks long the first three kind of look the same the last three look the same as each other uh, flurry blades and close com- or combat reflexes nothing on damage so 75 points I think she's really cool I think she's really fun those traits are, alone are worth playing so I would give her a
1: try for sure alright Right along, Harley and Ivy duo. Woohoo! I mean, people probably already assume this is going to be in the set. Real name Harley Quinzel and Pamela Heisey. They have calculator and Batman enemy team abilities, six range, two bolts, 125 points. Arkham Asylum, Gotham City Sirens, Gotham City Underworld, and Scientist. They have one special, and that is what? Indomitable for combat symbols. They've got a couple of special powers. One, Improved Movement, ignore Hindering. Their first special power is on their first two and last two clicks. They have, what, eight clicks of life, and it's their movement, which is Girls Men Out, Sidestep, and Stealth. Then, also, on their first three and then last two clicks is their special attack power, the Toxic Twosome. That's such a stupid in-cap. name. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid uh, Incap, Poison, and Smoke Cloud. Harley and Ivy, they have protected poison, and they can use incap as free, but only to target opposing characters occupying their smoke cloud marker, which is actually pretty sweet.
0: That's it's, it's kind of cool. You know what it reminds me of in a way, but just not as good. Do you remember the Bioshock set? And then there was the duo of uh, Booker, oh, Booker and Liz. Yeah, and Booker and Liz, and you could throw out smoke cloud, but they were like the murder of crows. And then you could do damage, just penetrating damage to people inside the smoke cloud. It's like think, that, just not as good.
1: Interesting. Huh. It's also I think I like the inside figure in the like once. Game. Oh, sweet. And then, so when they had those for the first two, and for the last two they have... Also, super senses and perplex on their first two clicks, and then when they have that same power set up on their last two clicks, it's super senses and outwit. In the middle, it's sidestep, precision strike, combat reflexes, and then four clicks of the special damage power. Set them up for me, Red, Harley, and Ivy. When they attack a single opposing character, modify the attacking damage value by plus one for each action token the target has. That's actually really good since they normally have two damage and ten attack for all those clicks. The, uh...
0: Not not a not a bad duo. No, it's not. And the attack is very consistent on the whole dial, anyway. It never drops oh, below yeah. a 10.
1: 11, 10 to 10, 11, 12, yeah. It's,
0: I think it's a solid super rare. It's, it's okay. And because it has a couple of these keywords that are good for, like, Arkham Asylum is, is a fantastic keyword that I wish they would make more of. And then Gotham City Underworld is another one that you can play around with. So... Yeah, they're pretty cool. I like them. Let's get on to the really awesome stuff of this set, though. We very firmly know now that the chases are the Dark Side War. Um, we don't have all of them. We don't know what all of them are, I don't think. Not yet, anyway. But chances are we're going to get a, a Batman and a Superman as well. But what we did get, let's start with... Did we cover Shazam? Uh,
1: no, we did not. Uh, Ty about him. Okay. But we did not talk about him on air yet.
0: Okay, Shazam, God of Gods, is his name. He has the Mystics and Quintessence team abilities. Six range, 200 points, Justice League keyword, deity, mystical, ruler. Two traits. The first one is God of Gods, opposing characters within six squares and lower points, can't use probability control. Second trait is Everything You Knew, gone. Shazam, God of Gods, has protected from the Mystics team ability. And... Let's see. He has one special attack power, which is Shazam. He has Pulse Wave. When Shazam, God of Gods, uses it, he has Knockback, which I guess is okay. So stats-wise, this guy is pretty good. He's just a little vanilla. So we have one special combat symbol, and that's going to be uh, your flight ability, just as every Shazam should have. You have 10 speed with running shot, 11 attack with that special attack power for the first two clicks, 18 defense with Invincible, uh, Invincible for the first three, naked on damage for the first five clicks of his eight-click long dial. So he's very much a ranged base Shazam. There's nowhere on this dial where it even looks like he he wants to do close combat. It goes from that special attack power into Pinsai, back into that special attack power, and then naked. Uh, Running shot to sidestep to phasing teleport invincible to invulnerable to defend of all things and he also gets probability control on the last three clicks of his dial so i i don't think that this figure is worth 200 points but the sculpt is really cool and oh yeah i, I just sure. like the idea of the chases being from the dark side
1: war absolutely this is a very odd Shazam. He has protected Mystics, but for the first three clicks he is Invincible, which sort of protects him from that anyway, but okay. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> so literally, literally only five of his eight clicks are pretty
1: are, are useful for, his, for his trade, for his, yeah. Trade. Whatever. Whatever. Weird. Moving right along. I'm happy it worked out when we chose these styles. I get to talk about Lex Luthor, God of Apocalypse. Lex Luthor's my man. Love Sexy Lexi. <laughs> So he's got Quintessence Team ability just like Shazam. He's got 8 range, 1 bolt. He's 250 points, so he's 50 more points than Shazam. Let's hope he hits it home. He has Apocalypse, Justice League, Deity, Ruler, and Scientist keywords. A nice plethora of keywords for Lex to have. He has improved targeting, hindering, and characters. He has the trait God of Apocalypse. Opposing characters in 6 squares and lower points cannot reduce damage by more than 1. That is awesome. That is awesome. And cool. then... So he has a special speed power for his first two and last two clicks. He has a, a click-long dial. The Omega Judgment. Running shot when Lexus or God of Apocalypse, hits with a ranged attack. After resolutions, he may use Telekinesis at no cost to target a hit character. That is also really awesome. That is so cool. <laughs> and then for his first three clicks, he has a special defense power, which is Invincible and Mastermind. So, when he has his Omega Judgment, his running shot, he has Penetrating Psychic Blast, a 12 and an 11 on his first two, and then a 10-10 on his last two. He has 5 damage outwit, and then after his first two clicks, he goes into a Sidestep, Super Strength, Invulnerability, Close Combat Expert, where it goes 4-4, four, 3-3. Four, three, three. Insane damage output right there. And then his last two, he gets Toughness and Outwit again with the Pen Blast and the special Omega Judgment power I said. This... This may be the only reason I might buy any of this set is to hopefully pull this chase or pull another chase to get this chase I,
0: I suspect absolutely love this guy that this from what I'm seeing and just because a lot of people happen to really like that storyline even my brother was like man why do they always want to why does DC always want to take my money I don't want anything in any of the sets almost ever except for the chases
1: and I'm like well <laughs> sorry yep. it's stuck so I, it's just like it basically gives everybody toughness. I'm sorry, I love that trait so much. It's so awesome.
0: Uh, I very like, excited. Yeah, this. no, this is a very solid figure. It's very good. The sculpt is really cool. Um,
1: yeah, it, his it's skin's all gray. Yeah, there's
0: not a lot of dynamicness. That's probably not a word going on in the sculpt, but it, at least it's not um Luke Lex Luthor in another metal suit. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, very he, true. He looks very
0: different true. than what he normally. Okay, last chase that we have information on is going to be Wonder Woman, number 67. Uh, She has a trait, says, always been a goddess of truth. I just want to point that out because all of the chases so far mention the idea of them being gods. So Shazam's God of Gods, Lex Luthor is God of Apocalypse, and she's always been a goddess of truth. 125 points, no team affiliation. Uh, She has the Amazon, Justice League, and Deity keywords. Um, So I, I also just want to point out you can run the chases on a named theme team so far.
1: Nope, oh, yeah. They're all, all just, just asleep. Asleep. <laughs>
0: Uh But we have 9 speed with charge, 12 attack with a special attack power. And I'll get into that in a second because I want to talk about the trait, the really cool trait. She has Indom, I forgot to mention that. 18 defense with a impervious, and 4 damage with exploit. So. The other – so the Goddess of Truth, opposing characters within six squares and lower points can't use Outwit, which is good because unlike the other two that were just mentioned, she does not have the Quintessence team ability. Uh, we have another trait. This is the cool one. It's called Never Give Up. When a friendly character of 50 points or more is KO'd, give her a Determination token. When Wonder Woman would be KO'd, if she has one or more Determination tokens – Instead, turn her to click number eight, that's the last click for dial, and then remove all determination tokens and heal her that many clicks. This character will be so fun to play in high-point games. Stats-wise, she's oh, doing yeah. really well. Uh, she's not the best Wonder Woman ever made, but you basically, I mean, if your other, the rest of your team is dying, Wonder Woman gets extra clicks of life, which is fantastic. So to get into her stats, uh, she does have a special attack power. Let me mention that real quick. Caught between a dark god and an anti-god. Modify damage plus two when attacking only characters with the deity keyword, which there have been a lot of those made recently. Opposing characters with the deity keyword modify damage negative two when attacking Wonder Woman, which means if someone just happens to have the deity keyword and they're attacking Wonder Woman, they are going to minimum have to do five damage. ...in order to do one damage to Wonder Woman. Which is awesome. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Attack goes 12-12, 11-11-11, 10-10-9. Defense is actually really solid. (laughs) 18-18-18-18-17-17-18-18. That was just fun to say. Three clicks of exploit, (laughs) three clicks of close combat expert, two clicks of battle fury. So I think she's 100% worth 125 points... Based almost solely off the never give up trait. But then also the shutting down of Outwit is fantastic. She's got indom because she's Wonder Woman, as every Wonder Woman should probably have Indom. This is a very good piece. and
1: I, She's amazing. I perfectly agree with you.
0: I think that these chases are going to fetch quite a bit of money on the secondary market.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So. This, they, I think they're going to sell the set, to be completely honest with you.
0: I mean, the rest of the set's not bad. Like, we've covered it's, a lot of these figures and stats-wise and everything. And the bombshells are all really – mostly all good. We haven't seen the, the weird stuff in the set, like uh, there's a Prometheus, a Kite Man, Dr. Midnight. But there's a Kite Man. Yes, yes. Thank you. Hell yeah. Number 44, Number four. <laughs> Kite Man. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. I... There is some There's some other stuff in the set that I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing. They, they're remaking a Red Tornado.
1: Um,
0: oh, that's cool. The, the... So, the Big Barda Prime, the other one is just named Big Barda that we know about. There is a new mm. Scandal Savage. I, I don't know who that is. Oh, it oh, does say it. Uh, 19A is Bud and 19B is Lou. Yep, you were right. Oh, sweet. So, I guess we'll see. I, I think that this is going to be a, a decent set. So, I know before I was complaining just because it was a Harley Quinn set. But I also just want to point out, have you noticed that out of all of the the figures that we thought were really good, not one of them has been Harley Quinn?
1: That is true.
0: They're all the I... other figures <laughs> of the set that are the really good figures.
1: Pretty much. just There's a lot of Harley Quinn in this set, and I'm probably going to be most interested in seeing what the Harley Quinn title character does.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll
1: be probably...
0: You know what? I bet that's number... Is that number 50, the one that we're missing?
1: Uh, no, I think it's 49. 49. Because it says with ropes and cho- chocolate and ropes, so I assume that's like... I don't know how chocolate and rope means your title character, but sure, she has chocolate and rope. <laughs> 50. Okay. I, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on. We have so many figures to get through. Uh, we also got all of the spoiled dials for the away team Star Trek. Captain Kirk, Mr. Spock, Mr. Scott, Mr. McCoy, uh, Lieutenant Uhura, Lieutenant Sulu. So that right there, reading that out loud, made somebody happy. I know it did.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Once again, these are going to be modern legal. So hopefully there's some stuff in here that you guys want to use. Calder, you want to start us off with Captain Kirk?
1: Yes, I do, Mr. Britton. (laughs) <laughs> so, he has a trait, no special anything else, just one trait, Captain Kirk. He also Starfleet and Soldier, so a new keyword, Starfleet there. The trait is Corbonite Maneuver, I hope I said that right. If Captain Kirk is the only character on your force and would be KO'd, would be specifically, roll a d6 on a 5 or 6, deal each opposing character 2 penetrating damage. That's not within Ranger Line of Fire, that's just each opposing character 2 penetrating damage. If this KO's all opposing characters... Turn Captain Kirk to quick five instead. Instead of KOing him. He also has protected pulse waves, so that helps him <laughs> out the entire time.
0: That's such a fun trait.
1: <laughs> that is ins- that is absolutely insane. So
0: each each opposing character, and they don't have to be adjacent to him or anything. Just on the map.
1: Yep. So I'll just go over everybody probably has this team ability, it's the United Federation of Planets. It's basically Avengers and Justice League. They modify their speed value by plus one. And he has a fairly simple dial. He has 6 range. He has 8 movement, running shot, 11 attack. Totally bland on the entire dial. He has 18 defense with willpower and 2 damage with leadership. Then he goes to charge close combat expert flurry with more willpower. And then he has one click of outwit at the very end. Not chess, Mr. Spock. Poker. That's the coolest name for outwit ever. You, You
0: know what I really like? The significant appearance spells out why he has the trait that he has it says star oh, trek yes. the original series the corbomite maneuver season one episode 10 production code three it's four lines of text that they put significant it, it
1: is awesome
0: uh, okay so overall for 50 points you like him or not
1: oh i love him yeah. i think it's cool I, don't, I haven't even seen star trek i think this is awesome
0: yeah this is pretty cool all right, let's move on to Mister Spock, Starfleet Vulcan scientist. Keywords also coming in at fifty points. One trait, no special powers. I have analyzed their tactics, Captain. Unique modifier: friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Starfleet keyword modify attack by plus one. So obviously, like they're all they all have the Starfleet keyword. So as long as he's on the yep. map, they all have plus one attack. Um, I also I think it's funny that he has the Vulcan keyword. So do you think that that's something they're really going to push? In the future?
1: Yeah, I guess so. they are a couple more Vulcans in the set. That'll be interesting.
0: Okay, he does have the United Federation of Planets uh, team ability. His stats look like this he does have Indom, his only special combat symbol. Six range, two sidestep, two pin uh, He has 17 defense with energy shield deflection. He's five clicks long. He has two clicks of charge, two clicks of toughness after that with three damage instead of two so it bumps up just a little bit so you can still get through reducers and then last click he has sidestep with regen but because they changed the rules you can't regen to top dial anymore
1: um but that's not too bad since he has identical first two clicks uh
0: his significant appearance is uh season one episode 24 (laughs) (laughs) okay uh whatever I I, I also, his regen power is called I Believe No Permanent Damage was done. So,
1: I like Mr. The powers are so, yeah. These these are awesome. I love the names of all the powers. They're like a lot of text for like each power, for each name on all these clicks. And you guys should go through them. Definitely. Hmm. Uh, So next up is Mr. Scott. He's got Starfleet keyword. One trait, the United Federation of Planets team ability, like normal. His trait is pretty much like Spock's, except it Modifies damage value, so, you know, from the character with the Starfleet Cuber is adjacent. Modify damage value by plus one. He has five range. He's got only nine attack top dial, which is kind of lame. But he has running shot, willpower, and top click. Uh, No special damage or attack power. Then he moves on to some sidestep energy explosion. Gets toughness and charge and was telekinesis. Telekinesis, later dial. That's
0: interesting.
1: Beam me up, Scotty. It is interesting. (laughs) Beam
0: me up, Scotty. Uh, It should be noted that all of these – they they stack. All of the traits stack. Um, They affect different uh, slots or different places on the dial. Yeah. Um, And they work on themselves too because it just says friendly characters that – and I'm skipping ahead – have the Starfleet keyword. So Spock really doesn't have 10 attack. He has 11 attack. Um, This is pretty cool. Uh, Dr. McCoy is going to be the next figure. Also 50 points. Trait, you're going to get us all killed, Jim. Friendly, unique modifier, friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Starfleet keyword modified defense by plus one, which means that Captain Kirk has 19 defense top dial for a 50-point character. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: All right, so this is exactly what you would think out of Dr. McCoy. He has support. Uh, He has sidestepped the whole dial, 10 attack for the first three clicks, nine for the next two, willpower, which is fantastic, uh, and then he has four clicks of defend, one damage with support, the whole dial. This is a solid support figure. Yep. Maybe maybe a tiny bit overcosted because because, I mean, I'm used to – I'm just spoiled by Jane Foster now, I think, Moira McTaggart. Yep. But, I mean, he gives all of your team plus one defense too, so that's really good.
1: And, I mean, they're all 50. I mean, they could have at least given him, like, 10 attack all the way through to help – a little bit more worth it, but he still has a fifteen defense defend and make up for it. So really he's pretty solid. Maybe not totally fifty points, pretty solid.
0: I mean I don't think I don't think that there's gonna be a situation where people don't play these figures on this team. So it's almost, oh
1: yeah.
0: It's almost exactly. like all the stats are always gonna be boosted.
1: For sure. So uh, next up, uh Lieutenant Uhura. Pashing you to all personnel is her trait, unique modifier from the characters that are adjacent air or is it adjacent or oh, yeah, and this or had the Star Fleet keyword, modify range by plus one, so that's the stat she gets to bump up. And then she has stealth and willpower and perplex for her top two clicks. Then she moves on to sidestep super senses enhancement, and then her last click she has stealth, willpower, and enhancement. I, Pretty I like basic, really just a support piece.
0: Yeah, good support piece. Seven so basically seven range and three damage and ten attack from all the other boosts.
1: Yeah. All the other boosts kind of makes everybody in this a solid little secondary, their own little mini attacker in their own right.
0: You know what? I'm just gonna throw this out here. Good, good job, whiz kids. This is what a fast forces should look like. Synergy. The team is supposed to be played together. The dials all look. I mean, they're easy to build. They're all 50 points. So those newbies that are like, "Huh, what's that game? Let me buy that." And they, I mean, this is good. Good stuff. Lieutenant Sulu is the last one, and he has one that says, no one is taking me by surprise, unique modifier-friendly characters, blah, blah, blah. It's the speed stat, plus one to speed. Uh, 50 points, 6 range, 8 speed with running shot, 10 attacks, 17 defense with willpower, 2 printed damage. He's a little bit weirder of a character. He goes from willpower to super senses and then back to willpower at the end of his dial. He gets these two random clicks of empower uh, click 3 and 4, and it's the same time that he has Precision Strike and Charge. And then on his last hmm. click, he has 1 click of Flurry and Willpower with 10 attack and 2 damage. Th- this might be probably the least useful of all of the characters in this set. But So I, I feel bad for Sulu fans out there, <laughs> but, I mean...
1: One Somebody of them... had to get the speed. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to get that buff. It just happened to be him. Yeah.
0: Overall, th- I think this is a very solid, fantastic set.
1: This is how a Fast Forces should be. I mean, to be honest, actually, now looking at his speed, since they already have the Federation team ability, they all have a plus two to speed with Sulu on the team. It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But overall, normally a Fast Forces, is like a couple of mediocre characters and like one really stupid good figure, and it's good to see that this is just a bunch of really nice figures that play perfectly together. Yeah. This is the perfect Fast Forces, and it really is. Out. Good job.
0: Okay, moving on. Our last, I think, four characters to cover tonight before we yep. get on to some other stuff. Do you want to start us off on these or me?
1: Um, Starting off at Sh- with Shadowcat, right? Uh,
0: sure, why not? Okay. Oh, by the way, we should mention that these are X-Men figures. They're ca- I don't know. I was seeing mixed information on whether these are an OP kit or they're just, the- like, randomly released.
1: They for- are going through the prizes for the Kids Opens, I believe. Okay. Like, the coming, like, winter, fall WizKids Opens that are, like, this Saturday or last Saturday. Okay. Whenever you're hearing this. Whenever your venue has it. So, that's what I believe they are, and I think they're also going to have the Colossus ID card also as a prize for these Kids Opens. So, I guess we'll have to run down there and see. Uh, so, first is Shadow Cat, Kitty Pride. She's 75 points. X-Men team ability, like she should have. No special combat symbols. Age of Apocalypse, Generation X, Martial Artist, and X-Men Keywords. She has two traits, uh, instructing the generation next unique modifier, adjacent friendly characters that share a named keyword of Shadow Cat, modify their attack and defense values by plus one. And then another trait is in any timeline, always by Peter's side, Peter, uh, Peter, whatever, Colossus. Friendly characters named Colossus have passenger one, but only to character, but only to carry characters named Shadow Cat. And then for her, her normal dial looking like, she's got a 10-speed special. Speed power, she got 10 attack with blades, 18 defense super senses, and then 2 damage exploit weakness. Kind of identical first 2 clicks here. She has her speed power on her first and last 2 clicks of her dial, 6 click dial. Intangible ambush, phasing teleport. When Shadowcat uses phasing teleport, and moves 5 squares or less after resolutions, close at no cost. So she moves at her speed, she gets to go ahead and make a close attack. Through walls. And then, through walls, heck Yeah. That is probably the coolest part by Shadow Cat. And then, actually, she was a super sensitive. She gets combo reflexes. She has perplexing outwits and blades all the way through her dial. Some middle clicks of flurry. Not bad for 75 points.
0: No, not bad. And also, it's just one additional Age of Apocalypse character that they made. So, those uh, fans great. out there of that storyline are going, Yes, one more to add to my list. <laughs> so, I, I, I want to point something sure. out. This is really weird. She's 006. MP18006 zero, zero, and then you look at the other three figures that they spoiled it's 1, 2, and 3 oh yeah so what happened to 100. 4 and 5? I, I really don't no know no idea anyway this doesn't make any sense any last words about Shadowcat before we move on?
1: no 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 I have nothing else to say
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> alright I'm just going up the list Forge Forge this is the first time we've gotten one of him in a really long time uh, X-Force x-factor x-men mystical scientist keywords 50 points i believe yep 50 points x-men team ability he has a trait called neutralizer this is a weird trait by the way once per game when forge hits with a ranged attack you may choose that the hit character can't use standard or special powers until it clears action tokens once per game
1: like that's not good it, it can be pretty good, actually. Teach me. Teach there, me! There's there's <laughs> there's some stupid way to break this. So, all you need is an in cat piece and, like, the Mr. Freeze from the Fast Forces. The other one, do you know what he does? No, no. Okay, he gives him a Frozen token, and then they can't clear Action Tokens. They have to clear the Frozen token first. Huh. So, potentially, you could break this guy. It would take a lot of doing, but that's not a bad trick.
0: Well, you heard it, Even it here, folks. If, uh. Uh, Forge and Mr. Freeze meta 2018. Please. It's coming down for totally, real. Totally. Uh, okay, stats wise what are we looking at here? Running shot with 8 speed, 10 attack naked, 17 defense with energy shield deflection and 2 damage with a special power. The Maker. Enhancement but can use it on other characters within 2 squares instead. So this is the second time like another like aura enhancement and power type thing. And we just happen to get two of them at like, the exact same time. Uh, th- there's a second part to that that damage power. It says, once per turn, either outwit or perplex, but only if Forge has one or more action tokens. It, and it puts in parentheses, its effect will stop when he clears action tokens. So with, what kind of sucks is he doesn't have Empower, and he doesn't have Willpower. So it almost is making you push yourself and take damage just so you can use his special damage power and his trait i just don't think is very useful he has no attack power the entire dial he has one click of running shot two clicks of sidestep two clicks of stealth uh three clicks of esd two clicks of willpower that's when he gets it is at the end two uh three clicks of that special power two clicks of probability control i'm glad we got a forge i just don't think that this is not the forge we deserved
1: I see what you're saying, Chris. But I think this forward is stupid good. I really do. Okay. I really do. Uh, I feel like it may take a little bit of finesse. Let's look at it this way. Say you're running shots up. He doesn't have to do the neutralizer points. It's, you know, you can choose or not. You can get a token, right? And then once he has a token, he can outwit and perplex. And then the next turn, before he clears, if you don't want to push him, you can also outwit and perplex. Use that offensively and not defensively without what it perplex. It just makes you be more offensive with the guy. I, I really like him. I feel like there's he's going to be really cool to play. I don't think he's like really Forge-like. He should have been able to be able to like choose an attack power or something cool.
0: If but, any character deserved a pseudo
1: pick a power,
0: it's yeah, probably it's Forge. His mutant power is literally to make anything he wants. <laughs> you want a ray gun? Fine, done. You want a um, portal to jump through walls? Sure, done. So, I don't know. I this one was a miss for me.
1: I uh what a shame. So, let's we'll talk about probably another really 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 good figure in this from Black King. He's 100 points, zero range, no special combat symbols, Hellfire Club, Politician and Ruler. One trait. At the beginning of your turn, if Black King wasn't hit by an opposing character since your last turn, heal him one click. So, just to go through this title. He has three special Special whatever attack, he has one for CSA attacking is the only one he's doesn't have. <laughs> Damage, defense, and speed. So his speed power, these are on his last two clicks, this is his speed and defense. His speed is charge and flurry. His defense is stop, invincible willpower. And then for his first three clicks, when he has sidestep, and then like 9 attacks, 16 toughness, you know. This is Sebastian Shaw. you got to hit him before he really starts going. He has Forceful Leader. He can use leadership with modify his attack and defense value for each action token the Black King has. So really, you're meant to push this guy because he gets better. I mean, that's the way a Black King should play. He just gets better down dial. And having two stop clicks with a 11 attack quake, 4 and 5 damage, sure. And then yeah. he also has the automatic healing. So you can afford to play very risky with this guy.
0: Yeah, I, I love this figure. I think they did a really good job on Black King. I saw some people online that were, like, majorly crapping on it. And I'm like, I, I just don't think you see the potential. As long as you're not getting hit, I mean, you can get hit quite a bit, but those two stop clicks are going to be fantastic. And then in those turns where they have to clear action tokens, if because they yeah. if they don't plan ahead to, like, stagger their attacks to make sure that they're hitting them every turn, and they need to clear action tokens, you're like, oh, automatic click of health, thanks. Exactly. So, yeah, he's. I, I think he's probably one of the best ones out of this group that we got out of the four. All right, anything totally else on agree.
1: him? Uh, no, just that he's really amazing. Got to pick him up. Okay.
0: Bishop is a figure that has not been clicked in a really long time, actually. Uh, this is one is 101 X-Men Future Police Keywords. He does have the X-Men and the Police Team abilities. He has a trait called Absorb Energy. When Bishop is targeted by a ranged attack, after resolutions heal him one click and remove an action token from him. Keep in mind it says targeted by a ranged attack. It does not need to hit him, which is awesome. He has, let's see, no special combat symbols, but he does have a special speed power called From the Past to change the future. Phasing Teleport, when Bishop uses it and moves four squares or less after resolutions, he may make a ranged attack. So it's kind of the same as uh, Shadowcat a minute ago. Through walls.
1: Through yeah. <laughs> Yep, yeah, exactly.
0: Naked attack on his top click. But he does have 17 defense uh, with ESD, which is going to help you not get hit. And yep. uh, I guess it won't really matter on his first click whether he wants to heal. But it may help him clear action tokens. So there's that. That's pretty cool. Uh, this is 75 points. I don't know if I mentioned that. He does have range combat expert with three printed damage. Uh, it kind of sucks you can't use it with the running shot, but um, whatever. This character's kind of pushable. Uh, he goes to running shot, like actual running shot, for the next two clicks with pensai, ten attack on both of them, seventeen defense on both of them. He switches from ESD to toughness, and he gets probability control now. now the next two clicks are uh, more like he's shuffling around, sidestep, no n- no attack, still toughness, back to range combat expert. And then the last click of his 6-click long dial, he gets that special speed power back, 9 attack, 17 defense with regen, and probability control. So, unfortunately, you can't use probability control with regen anymore, which I'm kind of upset about. But, hey, at least it'll make you uh, make it so that if you don't want to use regen, they attack you, you have 17 defense, you make them prob. they miss, you heal anyway. Yep. There's two ways to heal in this figure. It's pretty cool. And it's only a ranged attack, though. But this character is only going to be a ranged. Don't let him get based. Otherwise, he's going he's gonna to get stomped.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. So,
0: oh, my gosh. I can't believe we made Who's it all the one? way through that.
1: Uh, yeah, that was insane. I just want to say really quick, Bishop, Black King, and Forge haven't been clicked since Uncanny X-Men. They've been long overdue, all of them. And the last Bishop was, like, 140 points. And he has not aged very well. So this 75.1 is amazing.
0: Cool. So I, some people online were talking about how, I guess, yeah, I remember this now. They were talking about how they didn't think that they were very good prizes or something like that. And I'm like, three of these characters haven't been clicked in forever, and one of them has never been clicked So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. All those X-Men fans out there are finally like, yes, I got my guys back.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Alright, anything else you want to say before we move on?
1: Nope, just that these are some amazing figures
0: Okay uh, We got information for something that I am exceptionally excited about Release date, obviously this is tentative because it's WizKids May of 2018 Set name, Avengers Infinity The solicit I know <laughs> uh, Now, Now, my first initial reaction when I heard that I was like, oh my god, this is going to be based off the Infinity storyline by by Hickman, Hickman, right? Mm. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be amazing. But then I'm reading through the solicit, and I'm like, this does not sound like the Infinity. Uh, so it, it says, just sounds
1: like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, much, it, it, so.
0: sounds, it says Marvel HeroClix Avengers Infinity comes to the tabletop in a whole new way. For the first time ever, Marvel HeroClix Avengers Infinity will contain four standard size figures and get this, a two by two Clix based figure in every booster. What does did that you even say every mean? Booster? Whoa. <laughs> Seriously, are they going to be like vehicles? or Are they just going to be like – You remember back in the day there was the uh, duo click. It was Batman and Superman, world's finest, but, and they did not need to be on a 2x2 two two dial, but they were.
1: They were on like a – what a – yeah, they were. That think, was insane.
0: Yeah, I think it was a 2x2. <laughs> so
1: like the dial – This says 2x2. Oh, I was thinking, like, two-by-one. This is going to be a 2 by That's going to be huge. Yeah, how do you wow. how really it just, fit that in? It just registered. Booster. I was like, oh, they're going to be, like, motorcycles or whatever, two-by-one. This is two-by-two. Two. That's a colossal base. Yeah. That
0: is nuts. <laughs> in every, in every booster, to, you will get one of those.
1: Every booster. I mean, I know they did that before with the Hulkbuster, but, I mean, wow. Right? Ease.
0: And depending on, like, what the – because it has to go into the booster diagonally, right? Yeah. So it can't – the, the – Hulkbuster had just rocks, and it was very, it was very, that was not very high. So, how are you going to make a very large of a sculpt and fit it into the booster? I'm calling right now that there's going to be a lot of bent over figures.
1: Oh yes,
0: <laughs> and, and come out of this set. So, I guess we'll see it come May. But the rest of it says, uh, "Let's see, discover new f- characters, both small and large, in this unprecedented release." This set features many classic Avengers like Thor, Hawkeye, and Jack of Hearts.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. my boy, Jack of
0: Hearts. As well as many space-centric themes, uh, teams like Infinity Watch featuring Adam Warlock, Drax, and Gamora, Guardians of the Galaxy, and their or- origin stories like Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon, which I think is super funny. So we're going to get some really ugly costumes because their original costumes were horribly ugly. They were. <laughs> Um, we're getting Space Knights with Javelin and Terminator. I don't know what that means yet, but I'll figure it out. Marvel Hero clicks Avengers Infinity travels through space and time to find the most powerful beings in existence. In each booster, look for all powerful cosmic beings like Eternity and Living Tribunal. Which is gonna tribunal. Be first time that they've ever clicked those. How yeah. are you gonna make some of the most powerful figures in the entire Marvel universe? In the Heroclix form, they're all going to be like 800 points apiece.
1: that be crazy. Uh,
0: you can also find other characters like Devil Dinosaur and Moon Girl, as well as awesome vehicles like the Spider Buggy.
1: Spider Buggy.
0: <laughs> yes. I cannot... Some
1: Spider-Man fans somewhere so incredibly happy. <laughs>
0: um, okay, so it's going to break it down with 12 commons, 1 prime, 12 uncommons, 1 prime, 10 rares, 1 prime. 10 Super Rares 1 Prime, 6 Chases, 10 Uncommon 2x2 two two Clickspace Figures, 10 Rare 2x2 two two Clickspace Figures, and 5 2x2 two two Clickspace Figures. Um, I noticed they didn't say anything about ID cards in this.
1: So they did not.
0: Maybe ID cards are just... They just wanted to do one for the next X-Men set, and they're, they're just not going to do anything with ID cards anymore? I don't know. Uh, but... <laughs> just Spider Buggy, Living Tribunal. This is going to be
1: so dumb. I love it.
0: What? Okay, they did go into the Fast Forces. Um, see, Includes six figures with all-new dials ready to play in many different combinations. The Fast Forces features classic Avengers like Black Panther, Iron Man, and Hawkeye, as well as the Colossal
1: Giant Girl. Is
0: that? Just I'm very like, excited. Is that like a really okay, random so matchup to you?
1: That is super random, but... I believe Black Panther, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and Giant Girl were all part of, like, the 2005-ish Avengers team. Okay. That was, like, in all those Marvel Adventure books, the ones that, like, weren't really continuity at all. They were just Marvel Adventures, Avengers, or whatever. So, that'll be... Actually, Hawkeye and Black Panther weren't there. Never mind. That's super weird. But I'm really excited (laughs) for Colossal Giant Girl, because I don't think they've made a Giant Girl before. And she was really fun in those books.
0: Uh, Okay. I mean... And she
1: was, like, very specifically made for just those.
0: Uh, there's a Dice and Token pack, but it does not mention what is going to be on the tokens yet or what the dice, little the symbol on the dice are going to be. That's all the information we've got right now, so... Oh, yeah. Hey,
1: don't don't leave out the OP kit figure, Chris. Oh, what is we got it? an OP kit figure. I have no idea. It just says we got one. At least they organized <laughs> play kit. Three oh, I have copies no of one limited edition character. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Okay. Also some maps, you know? Don't leave out the maps.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, there's that. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll see what comes down the twos here in the future. This, based off of what I'm seeing here, is just going to be a really weird hodgepodge of a set. And it makes n- – I guess it's Marvel Infinity – Avengers Infinity because it's the Infinity Watch, not the Infinity Storyline. So – Shh,
1: just let them do whatever <laughs> they want, Chris. Let them do whatever they want.
0: Take my money. The money. Uh, so, yeah, that there's that. <laughs> Any last words on
1: that? There's a two-by-two two base in every set. Come on, every every set, but every single booster, people. So there's no more like, like oh, this booster's got a Hulk in it because it's heavy. Every booster's going to be stupid heavy, and this set is going to be awesome. <laughs> we'll find out, I guess. They might, they might show me wrong and just be I, like, no, we're going to make a horrible set and just hate that guy. Man, this game is so hit and miss <laughs> yeah. with
0: sets. Sometimes I'm like, I'm calling it right now that set's going to suck. And then, lo and behold, I'm like, oh, okay, this Harley set actually looks pretty decent. And then I'm like, this set, oh, this could be really cool. Or remember Avengers Assemble? I was like, oh, this is going to be my definitive set. This is the one that I buy,
1: like,
0: four cases of. Then that all got spoiled, and I was like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Whatever. We'll find out. All right, let's move on. We are going to do a segment we haven't done in a while, and that segment is called The Value Corner.
1: Oh, so you starting with me first. Yeah, I'll start right. with you. you tell Go, going down to the corner. Going Go down. down to the corner.
0: Take take down a trip down. with us. Explain what Value Corner is in case there's new listeners that don't know what it is and oh. get into it.
1: So on Value Corner, I basically choose a figure from past or present. Normally a Silver Age, Golden Age style figure. But basically, I try to give you the best bang for your actual physical dollar. Best bang for your buck. So I like to choose a really nice, cheap figure that does something kind of special or at least really good for its points and or price. So basically a very low point or high point figure that you can buy for fairly cheap. I use cool stuff as my guide most of the time, and I try to find go on there and try to find the cheapest figure for you guys to use. And this is just a recommendation. You can be like, I ain't gonna play with that garbage, but it is cheap. So at the very least, I'm giving you cheap garbage to play. Okay. Alright, sell that, me huh? on this figure. What do we got? So send me on this figure, he has the reporter keyword. He's fifty points, zero range, no special combat symbols. He also has All-Star Squadron. That's going to give you a little bit of a hint of who he is. His first click is not very great. He's 100% a figure you need to push. He has 6 movements, 8 attack, 15 defense, super senses, and 1 damage. I know what you thinking. Calder, that's not a good figure. Shoot me out. Shoot me <laughs> out. You push him, and he gets 13 speed hypersonic, 10 attack, nothing, 17 defense super senses, 2 damage with perplex. You get an incredibly cheap speedster for only 50 points, not even talking about how cheap he is in the style. He's 5 clicks, like I said, 13 speed hypersonic right now, and he has perplex, So he can either use that for his attack or his damage, or he can be a little bit of a team player and just do whatever he wants. I'm liking it. And basically, so. he has hypersonic speed for the rest of his clicks. He goes 13, 12, 11, 10. It goes down very gradually. It's 10 attack, then a 9 attack, another 9 attack, then an 8 attack, and he's got a 16... Defense after his 17, so 17, 16, 15, 15. Loses super senses on his last click. But he's a very fun figure for a very few pawns, and I decide he's very solid. So, okay, we'll so, live it.
0: So we have a, a 13 speedster harassment piece with Perplex, basically. Pretty much. So All-Star Squadron's kind of a little niche keyword, but I, I know that there's people out there that collect it for sure. So that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um... All right. I'll tell you, I have no idea who this figure is. So
1: why don't you... This would be their residence piece. So that would be Johnny Quick. Okay. So this is Johnny Quick from the anniversary set, the 10th anniversary set.
0: Oh, going back Let's a ways. See. Going back. Going back. Okay. All right. So if I had to guess on how much money I would be shelling out of my pocket to grab this figure... Oh, knowing it's that far back... Maybe...
1: Fifty nine cents. Even lower, Chris. Even oh, lower. Wow. He okay. is thirty five cents. Really? <laughs> yep. This
0: this is one of those pieces. Like I, I pulled him up since we started talking about it. This is interesting. Is did they have they ever even made another Johnny Quick? There's not one in Joker's Wild.
1: They they probably made one in Trinity War, since they made most of the Crime Syndicate in that. But uh, I don't know. Kind of depends. So this is, this is All-Star Squadron specifically, but he does work with the Atomica from that Justice League Trinity War, which is really cool. Modifies both oh. their combat values by plus one, which is nice. Oh, but those their are speed two, and different, two
0: different people, though.
1: They are two different, yeah, I know. They're totally different. But I'm just saying, he also works with her. want he wanted to sort of not be very comic accurate.
0: Okay, well, okay, so actually, yeah. if you type in Johnny Quick, this is literally the only Johnny only Quick.
1: Only All-Star Squadron Johnny in, Quick. In the
0: entire history of the game. The only other, there's three other Johnny Quicks, and those are all the Crime Syndicate ones. So, that's interesting. I guess this is definitely one of the, if you collect All-Star Squadron and you play, you know, Golden Age games at home for 50 points. If, if nothing else, you're going to get some perplex out of him. That's pretty
1: good. For
0: 30, you say 35
1: points? Uh, 50 points, 35 cents. 35 cents, is is cents I'm sorry. Buying, yeah, 35 cents. So, just, he's really easy to round out your All-Star Squadron teams. Since they really don't have a ton of speedsters on All-Star Squadron, if you look at all the newest Joker's Wild All-Star Squadron stuff, none of them are speedsters. Like, okay, well, there's The Flash. If you want to play that guy, whoever he is. <laughs>
0: there, there are zero speedsters except for the best-known speedster in the history of speedsters. Other than that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <barren. laughs> Forget about him. Uh,
0: okay, well, pick him up uh, from Cool Stuff, Inc. That's 35 cents. There's no reason not to. Moving on. This is my segment. A second we
1: Hidden Gems.
0: Hidden Gems. What do we do in Hidden Gems? There's a lot of figures that come out a lot so often nowadays. It feels like they're putting out a set like every month. So there's a lot of hype. There's a lot of hustle and bustle about sets, and then it just kind of falls by the wayside a lot of the time, and no one's talking about any of the figures in the sets anymore other than the extremely meta things like Johnny Thunder and uh, Goblin King and stuff. But there's some gems. Johnny, Johnny Thunder, Chris? Johnny, Johnny Thunder. Jakeem Thunder. <laughs> Jakeem Thunder. There you go. That's what I meant. Um, but there are a lot of sets out there that there's some, there's some really good figures in those sets that no one was really talking about at the time because they were generally overshadowed by things that are in the set that if you go back and look at them now, they're still really good. Uh, and keeping with the theme of being all excited about Thor – Coming out and going and seeing Thor, we decided to go back and look at Thor Dark World 012. Number 12, Cronin Stone Man. Coming in at 100 points. No special powers. No traits. Don't need him. He's amazing. <laughs> he has two special combat symbols. He's Indom. He's also a giant. And man, these stats for 100 points, what he gives you is fantastic. You have 9 speed with charge, 11 attack with super strength, uh, 17 defense with impervious, and he's got battle fury. So, you know, I don't care about your shape change. Consistent damage output all the way across this character. If you include the super strength, so we'll say with a heavy, you're going to do five, five, four, five with exploit on these next two clicks. 5 and 4, exploited, and then 5 for a 6 click dial a hey, close attack, combat expert right there. Yeah, here. he's got two two randomly spaced out close combat experts in there. Uh, he's basically he's almost got moving attack his whole <laughs> dial cuz it goes charge two two things a sidestep, two things a charge and he's finally naked on the last click, but by the last click you should be in there. By then I would I would suspect attack is so. 11 10 10 11 12 10 This is just an overall solid figure. The Sculpt looks great. They're a generic, so you could play multiple of these on the same team. I've actually played a guy that he came into the shop one time, and he just threw down like six of these on on the same team, and I was like, oh, man. (laughs) It was really fun to play against. So that's just one of those ones that I just don't think anybody thinks about anymore, and... He still holds up really well, so definitely the definition of just a hidden gem. If you still have one, pull him out of your old discarded clicks. Start playing that sucker again. He's only got the brute and monster keywords, but if you have like six of them, just run six of them. It'll just be a fun team <laughs> of just beat sticks. Uh, he do- I forgot to mention this. After he was impervious, he does get two clicks of invincible and then three clicks of toughness. So he's got some staying power, which you would expect.
1: Oh, yeah. Because he's a giant stone man. So, even though, in Thor the Dark World, Thor, like, just tears him apart, like, instantaneously when he steps up to him, you know, like, this little hammer swing, pretty much, and he's gone, but, like, in this, he's staying around. This is why he's Korg, for me. Yeah. He's yeah. Korg. This is good stuff. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm Korg. Oh.
0: Cool. Okay, do you have
1: anything that you want to
0: talk about uh, with this figure, anything from past, in the in the episode, before we finally move on?
1: We we spoiled a lot of figures. A lot of figures, everybody. <laughs> this is like an insane marathon. We're just spoiling a ton of figures. Specifically talking about Korg, though. Oh, see. Cronin Stone Man. I'm only getting to think of him as Korg, though. He never drops below a 10. And so he has three clicks of 10. And he has three clicks where he has an 11 or higher. That one random click of 12, right at 5. Is amazing. I mean, seriously. I never even like looked at this figure too much when the set came out. I'm going to go buy one right now. Uh, right now. I'm actually going to go right now and buy one.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to – Calder and I, we've just been super excited to talk about the Thor movie. So we are just going to throw out a huge disclaimer right now that if you do not want anything spoiled from the Thor movie, you're going to go ahead and tune out right now because we're just going to go full delve into it. 'Cause it was we just been wanting to talk about it so much. The the movie was so good.
1: So oh, yeah. If,
0: if you're tuning out now, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week.
1: Before they turn out, should I go ahead and say the thing or should we just say it at the end? Yeah, sure. Okay. Just just to make sure. Don't wanna le- I don't wanna leave you guys out of it. Okay, you're really <laughs> you don't wanna miss the dial each hero clicks. So just a reminder, Dial Age for Hero is brought to you by Cool Stuff Inc. Dot com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Flix singles and sealed products. Check them out at coolstuffinc.com. Okay. Okay, now you guys can leave if you don't want to. Tonight. <laughs> Let's just do this. They've had time. All right. Thor loses an eye. Just instant, just hit him with the hardest one if they didn't leave. There you go. Thor gets his eye ripped out.
0: <laughs> what do you, what do you, uh, yeah, yeah, they changed, <laughs> they changed the uh, freaking uh, trailer. Yeah. At that point, there were, they yeah, were multiple so- times in the trailer where, or when I was watching the movie, and I realized that they changed things in the trailer as to not give away the plot line of the movie. And I was like, oh, that was actually probably a really good That was
1: smart. That was so smart. But, a, like, a tricky thing to do.
0: So, smart. Thor, Thor gets his eye ripped out. By the way, I want to go into why I, I'm so much more disappointed about this freaking Thor set that dropped with the movie or for the movie. Holy cow! This thing is garbage compared to the movie. I don't think, think is. this is an accurate representation of that movie at all. They must not have seen the movie before they made the set. That is the. I only... don't think
1: they ever see the movie before I... movie sets, do they? I mean.
0: I don't know, because oh my gosh, like this is not a good representation of Hella. Hella was oh, crazy no. powerful not in the all. movie.
1: So, what is this Hella? She's mostly range base, but Hella, like, threw knives like crazy, and she has no, like, knife throwing powers? I mean, maybe.
0: She, she took out, like, all of the Asgardian warriors. Yeah, and
1: killed all the Warriors 3. Another spoiler. She murdered the Warriors 3. Very oh, fast. yeah.
0: They're all dead. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, like, half, half of everyone is dead. Odin's dead. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Which I was super confused by that. Why did he die?
1: He just faded into pixie dust, man. I don't know. He just...
0: They just needed to... See you later. And didn't want to come up with yeah. like, a really cool way to do it. All right.
1: Anthony Hopkins, just please leave. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll just die. Whatever. They don't want to see me act anymore and see how it is. Um,
0: yeah, so there's that. Right. I, I want to point out that in the, the Hero Click set, they do not give you a Thor that accurately represents Thor going basically Super Saiyan in the movie. Because I don't they they, he hits this power, like he unlocks this power in himself by thinking about his father. (laughs) Yeah. Like he loses his hammer like crazy early in the movie.
1: Oh and yeah, I think it's
0: toast. So the rest of the movie he's just like running around and using random weapons that he finds, which is fine. He, you know, he doesn't need Mjolnir, he's still Thor, he's still and they kept yeah. they kept alluding like hell is even what I'm the goddess of death? What are you the god of again? And then it just triggers this like over 9,000 level version of Thor where he gets all lightning lightning eyes and he's like there's all this lightning flying off of him as he's like kicking all these old
1: Lightning eye, yeah. Lightning
0: you meant eye. To say. Well, it like, replaces. The, t- so he has like two eyes again, though, because like the eye, the lightning looks like it has. Two oh eyes yeah. Again. yeah. But um, that's actually because I I own this storyline. It's called Thor Disassembled, and it, it is the what this movie is like kind of based off of. If you didn't know, the movie is actually a mashup of two different storylines. So the Thor oh, yeah. and uh, Planet Hulk storylines, they just mashed up and picked a few of the like, major points of them, and they did it well.
1: They also chose like some bits from like an older Thor run, with like Scourge's Last Stand and a few other things,
0: yep. too. Uh, so Thor, in that storyline, he actually loses both of his eyes, but then he becomes omnipotent. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he... I guess this is a spoiler for that, too, if you've never read that. But uh, Odin is gone in that storyline, and Thor does not get the Odin Force, and he needs to go and get it so he thinks he can prevent Ragnarok. Well, he finds the Well of Knowledge, and that is the well that his dad got the Odin Force from. Well, you need to sacrifice something to the well in order to receive blessing from the well. That's how Odin loses his eye. He plucks out his own eye. He rips out his eye and throws it into the well, sacrifices that, and then he gets the Odin Force. Well, Thor wants the Thor Force, so he goes and rips out one of his eye and throws it in the well, and nothing happens. And then he realizes that every sacrifice has to be bigger than the sacrifice before it. So he rips Uh, out the other eye, throws that one in there, becomes omnipotent, and then immediately can see. (laughs) Oh. So, because he's omnipotent, so he's can see everything and he knows everything and whatever but so that was kind of alluded to in in the movie um I I was a huge fan of Miek and Meek Miek however you pronounce that uh, and uh Korg but I knew you were super excited about it so go on
1: go on okay so gosh I love this movie so much this is amazing this is the, the comedy in it was good. I felt Guardians had a little too much, you know? And this was, like, the right amount. Thor friggin' picked up, like, Hulk's weird Warhammer and started beating him with that. I liked Thor's last-ditch effort in the arena. The whole, hey, big guy, son's getting real... Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was really awesome. You know, um, Thor that was, was pretty, actually like, winning. He was winning. He was, like, doing really good. And it was, like, ah, just shocking. You know what I thought was crazy? It's like, Jeff Goldblum pays, like, what, t- 10 million credits? And he's like, oh, it's this is fun little... Little thunder god, the thunder boy. He's got of thunder. Like he paid ten million credits, but then he starts winning, and he's like, "Oh, this guy is never mind. He's worth, he's worth more than I bargained for. Let's uh, let's take him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take him out." That
0: was that was pretty.
1: That cool. was so. That was really. He got the short end of the stick on that one. But
0: that was the first but, time that Thor had started unlocking his actual lightning powers. Very
1: true. There was some crazy lightning going on there,
0: and it, it, like it was starting to happen. And when it did, he he, he was at like. Forty five hundred. He wasn't over nine thousand yet. <laughs> and
1: he, was, he, he was getting there. Yeah,
0: he was, he was getting like, there, and then he like blocking. he, he does. He beats down the Hulk in a fist yeah. fight, and I'm like, okay, all right. Now we kind of know because this was like a fully powered Hulk. They they didn't oh, nerf yeah. the Hulk in this movie. They didn't change that, which makes me even a little bit more upset about this stupid hero click set because you went from your three hundred Hulk A O U Hulk three hundred point A O U Hulk down to a 100-point and a 75-point Hulk,
1: that... Yeah, that is really lackluster. Why? And just to look over, actually, to these figures, both Valkyries, super inaccurate. She did not touch a sword, I think, the entire time. Like, right? Did she ever actually fight with a sword? Right at the a very, prospect? very end when they're on yeah, the bridge. Yeah, right at the end. That system... The Heimdall, the 4 Heimdall, is actually really accurate, since he has carry and he can carry as guardians like mm-hmm. that's actually super accurate for this heimdall
0: Yep, because he's hiding uh, all of the asgardians all in those asgardians mountain
1: Fenris wolf sadly didn't get any bigger he just kind of stayed big so yeah he was big he in up. the
0: movie and but i'm still yeah. okay with this this uh one particular click because it is still oh, still accurate so accurate cool. to the lore and if so that that wolf in the movie is not actually alive like that's like just a dead dead a wolf walking wolf. around, like backlight. But back, you know, when he was alive, and apparently Hella so, used to yeah. ride him. Um, the, that is
1: pretty sick, actually. Uh, thinking the, that Hella would ride around on Fenris. I feel like dope. this
0: this dial would be accurate to what he was like when he was alive.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: the fight I wish scene, we would, yeah. the fight scene between uh, Fenris and Hulk was pretty oh, sweet.
1: That was awesome. Playing like water polo down there, just splashing around, yep. fighting for their lives. That was great.
0: Oh, Finner's re-died again, so he died.
1: Redied, yep. um, <laughs> Threw him off the cliff, waterfall, edge of Asgard, whatever.
0: So how did you feel about, I know you're a Scourge fan. How did you feel about him in the movie?
1: Uh, I loved Scourge. I like Carl Urban. You know, I love him as like Judge Strad and everything else that he's been in. I so will, I'll say to tell you that Carl Urban, really, really cool dude.
0: I've met him in real life. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was at a Comic-Con up in Chicago, and it was probably like five or ten minutes before his booth closed down, and there was no one in line. There was no one in front of the Seriously?
1: Booth. And I just uh. walked
0: up to it, and I walked up to him, and I was like, Mr. Urban, I just wanted to let you know. like, I'm a really big fan of yours. I really liked you in Dread. I thought you did a fantastic job. We just chatted for like ten minutes. He's super nice. And he was he was like asking me about me. He's like, "Oh, where are you from, man?" We were just like legitimately chatting.
1: Nah, i see Chris already gives me enough stuff to be eternally jealous about, and now I'm officially eternally jealous of Chris, for me and Carl Urban. Now, you guys.
0: I will say it was one of the only celebrities that I've met that I've been that impressed with as just like he was just a cool dude.
1: I'm trying to remember who I met. I, I do I do leave South Dakota once in a while. I met uh, the guy who played Hercules. What's his name? It's like, oh. oh, Kevin Sorbo. He was a really chill guy. Really? He was super chill. I met him once, okay. yeah. He was really cool.
0: You know who was not uh, really chill with me? Lou Ferrigno. Really? Yeah. He just did not seem very nice.
1: Did he just shout a lot? I feel like he would shout. No,
0: like, he didn't everything. really say
1: anything or, to Like, like very loud. Him. I really? I introduced huh. myself,
0: and he's, he just seemed very apathetic towards it he's like uh-huh. he's like
1: what what can you bench huh what can you bench just because like that i was like he's like uh, <laughs> si- sizing you up like this guy ain't a bodybuilder me and arnold were real back in our day no so back to no, the but, set though so really about scourge i yeah. wish we would have got a scourge that was like this is my stuff and like he could like bring in objects from the game that'd be so dope so i loved scourge he was like in charge of the bifrost in the beginning because heimdall was whatever an enemy of the state pretty much uh-huh and then he he has Des and Troy, you know, Des and Troy. He's his, got destroyed. Put them together. His full automatic no, M16s, come on, man. Those are M16s. I'm pretty sure. Get from the land of ass. Love it. <laughs> and then he's basically just showing off to these two as the Guardian girls, and then Thor ruins everything. I dug his armor so much in that flick. He becomes the executioner, and he doesn't execute anybody. He, you can see he's wrestling with that throughout the entire time. Like, yeah. oh... I'm trying to be, like, a basic bad guy, but I also kind of don't want to be. And then in the end, where he's like, you know what, screw Ella. He even, like, does the sort of Alfred thing from The Hobbit, you know, where he pretends to be a woman and just sort of goes on the ship and tries to go to safety. But then he, like, does the good thing, and he, like, whips out Dez and Troy, destroy, and he just rips apart when the ship's about to be dragged down by all these undead soldiers. And that was, like, so freaking cool. I want... I, uh, so, was
0: that taken now, directly from the comics, though? That, that yeah, that is, the...
1: that is from Scourge's, like, last stand. Yeah. That, when he's jumping down, sort of, off the, there's that weird pillar thing going. He's jumping down into the pit of the undead with a dual M16s, with a dual guns. Uh-huh. That is, like, from a panel when he's just ripping oh, them that's apart. that's fantastic. And then runs out of ammo and he just starts whacking undead soldiers with, with it. With the oh, guns. With <laughs> the guns. Oh. Uh, it did, was so crazy. Did he die? He died. Yeah, he died. He died. Oh, like <laughs> that was his first and last appearance in the MCU. But it was a good one. It
0: was good. I think what Boy, I will it. always remember is um, dual wielding, so like a Kimbo M16s. And then at the same time, right when, what was it, Thor shows up, and he's at the Bifrost, and he's like, I need to announce your, your arrival. Your
1: arrival. And then
0: Thor just <laughs> takes off with his the hammer flying. He still has the hammer at this point. And he arrives to meet Loki way before Scourge does, and they're having a full-blown conversation. And he's ru- Scourge is running this whole time, and he finally makes it in the middle of this conversation when everyone full well knows Thor is he's Thor here. He's back, and yeah. he's like
1: announcing, uh, "Thor, Odin's son has returned." That was so great. Oh, how about Matt Damon? Did you see that? Yes, yes, I
0: did. Wasn't that just? Oh, that was hilarious. I did not expect to see Matt Damon in <laughs> Thor.
1: In Thor. I I feel like he talked to somebody. He's like, "Look, I gotta be in a Marvel movie, and it's gotta be a speaking part, and you gotta let me speak. Maybe for probably too long. You uh, gotta let me. I can I can see Matt Damon doing this, and he was the actor of Loki, and it was so awesome. Uh, so that
0: was cool. I'm I'm upset that they they did not make a scourge hero click.
1: Ah, so upset. I'm so.
0: upset that they did not make a generic Asgardian warrior,
1: or a generic undead. Yeah, even though she undead. spawns them,
0: you guys really missed the mark on that one. Um, I, there's probably someone at WizKids going, uh, yeah.
1: Well, we didn't get to watch the movie, so you so. know what? They should have made a Doug, just a generic Doug. Another day, another Doug.
0: Oh well, just I mean, we got. Random. What was the name of that one in the last Thor?
1: Oh, that was literally his name was Doug, it was like D U G H or whatever, but that was like a general Doug. This is a different Doug. I feel like I feel what like if the, it's the, Doug... the
0: same guy. <laughs> or if it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious.
0: That's some meta level the... humor at that point.
1: If that's true, that'd be awesome. That would uh, be so awesome.
0: The, I would say that the Grandmasters that they made, or at least one of them, is kind of accurate. He didn't fight anyone the entire the entire movie.
1: Either. I didn't expect him to. No, I so. didn't either.
0: But I don't know. They should have made a Valkyrie with some kind of like alcoholic trait. <laughs> she spent half <laughs> the movie can... drunk. I, I swear.
1: Oh, totally. Was she never not drinking when they were at least on the battle world or whatever? Uh,
0: no, I'm pretty sure she was drunk the whole time. Uh, right up until time. they, they left time. and she decided to join the Revengers.
1: Avengers. Yeah. That's the name, really? Yeah, that was great.
0: Uh, I really liked when Hulk was still Bruce Banner and he's like, I'm needed, and he jumped out of that aircraft and he just <coughs> hit the Bifrost Bridge like you would expect a human body to hit and just bounce and flap that, on the ground.
1: I cringed and laughed at the same time because that generally looked painful. Yes. Like, oh!
0: Yes, it did. Man. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the movie set now makes so much less sense after seeing the
1: movie. Pretty much zero sense, yeah. Man,
0: there is absolutely no way in in heck I would spend any money on this movie set now after having seen the movie. So.
1: Pick up a few singles, sure, but I'm not going to buy a random thing of the set. Nope. Sorry, Whiskids.
0: Uh
1: You got my money with Lex Luthor, so just take it there. <laughs> it's
0: going to be like a $90 chase. Ah, oh, yeah, it is. So, uh, I I think that's about all I want to say about the... Oh, no, one one more thing I wanted to say about the movie. Surtr. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, he was cool. The voice did not match up in my head to what... Uh,
1: what, you weren't thinking Clancy Brown? I think Clancy Brown was not a bad surter.
0: Well, did you notice they changed his voice when he went from, like, 12, 15 feet tall to, like, like mountain size? So, yeah. Uh... It was amazingly cool when he destroyed Asgard, though.
1: Oh, that was awesome. The sacrifice play was great.
0: Kills Hela with that... Oh my god, that was cool.
1: That is the coolest way to die. When she is, like, on her giant knives and just, like, going straight toward him, he just... Boom, plunges the sword into her. That was great. You know, I
0: think if she had a few more minutes to just lob javelins into Surtur, she may have been able to take him down, but I, it's just like,
1: nope, maybe and then he just
0: stabs her into the ground with a sword. She
1: took like three of those to the chest though, like a boss, so Yeah, but she should have been in for his face. She really should have taken out the crown. I love it when Hulk was gonna like all right, let's go kill Surter. It's like no, Hulk, please. <laughs> Uh, it's
0: so stupid they're like looking off at Surtur in the background and all you see is Hulk flying through the air yelling yeah. like he's having a blast
1: he was like I just killed this wolf let's go kill the fire guy this is awesome this is fun <laughs> uh,
0: okay uh, I think that's that's all I have about the movie I was just really excited to talk about it
1: yep absolutely go, go see it well actually if you got here and you didn't see it I'm so sorry it's I'm so sorry okay. if you actually got to this point and didn't um, see it yet that is one we're seeing in the theaters a couple of times and picking it up on DVD like the second it comes out, for me anyway.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that is definitely going to be one of the uh, one of the movies that we give away in the future. So um, it's going to be a ways, right, obviously, because it's not going to come out for a while. But yeah. look out for that in the future. Uh, speaking of movie giveaway – uh, I'm going to put another community question up on Twitter, on and Collar's going to put it up on Facebook. Let's say uh, if you are, have already won one of the movies that I have given out, uh, I'm going to exclude you from winning it again. So give it, you know, spread spread the love around a little bit. But uh, let's go ahead and give out a copy of uh, Transformers, the newest Transformer movie. Uh, what is it? The last night or something. Last night, yep. Yep. So I'll give out a copy of that. So look out for that. uh, Twitter question, Facebook question, and whoever gets it in first, we just look at the time. Whoever had the timestamp first, we'll give it out to you. Okay. Any last uh, comments, thoughts, anything, Calder?
1: Nope. I'm good.
0: Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again to Dial H for Hero Clicks, and we will see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>